Join Planet Fitness now through March 16th and get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment in $22.99 a month. You'll enjoy an upgraded experience with tons of perks. Like access to more than 2,000 locations worldwide? Yep. Super soothing hydro massage chairs? Yes. Can I bring a friend every time? Sure. Can my friend be a horse? Mm, nay. Uh, sorry. Get the PF Black Card and feel fit-tacular. Zero enrollment, $22.99 a month. Deal ends March 16th. See club for details.
my bishop, my pastor, and my grandfather. He's your host for tonight to give you the unadulterated, I and mean, when I say unadulterated gospel, I mean, he don't hide nothing. He don't turn it into his own words. He don't sugarcoat it. He don't make the Bible fit for his circumference and his lifestyle. He actually is a life. What he preaches to you is the lifestyle he lives. I can't, I, you know, there are so many ministers that don't, but Dr. Bishop, I for more, everything he preaches and teaches, he is about that life. He lives in that life. That lifestyle is all about him. Him and Jesus is tight like that. They, they, they like best friends. As the young people say, they're homies, they're roll dogs, they roll and thick and thin. They're, they are like yin and yang. Dr. Bishop of Moore and God are like yin and yang. They, they mesh so well together because everything that God asked Bishop to do, he gets it done in a speedily hurry. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, Dr. Bishop of Moore. God bless. God bless you in Radio Land tonight. Amen. Thank you. Amen. My announcer tonight, my granddaughter, God bless you. We thank you, amen, for bringing us on tonight, and always, amen, encouraging our audience, amen. We are so grateful to be back on the air tonight, amen. We are going to, amen, get right into the word of God, praise the Lord, hallelujah, tonight. I ask you to pray for me, amen, and pray with me as we study the word of the Lord tonight. We're going to, praise the Lord, come to you tonight, amen, from the... Book of Romans, the 12th chapter, uh, the book of Romans, amen, and a few of the following verses, praise the Lord. Uh, we will be reading from various scriptures tonight. But Romans, amen, 12, 1, and 2. And we'll also read here, amen, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 through 18. Also, amen, 2 Corinthians 7 and 1. 1 Peter 1, 15 through 16. And 1 John 2 and 15. Now, when we, amen, uh, let these scriptures collect in our heart tonight, we'll see, amen, that they all is talking about one thing. And we will, amen, be presenting this one thing to you in just a few minutes, praise the Lord. Rome, praise the Lord, Romans, amen, chapter 12 and verse 1, Paul is talking to the Roman church, and he's talking to the believers, amen, uh, at Rome at this time. As my announcer said, this is food for thoughts tonight. This is spiritually food tonight. We, we eat naturally every day, amen, to sustain our body. Well, amen, just as we believers eat naturally to sustain our body, we must eat spiritually also. And that's why we call it food for a thought, to help carry you on your way. And we want to say, amen, we just thank God for his word because his word, amen, enlighten us every day of our life. Romans, amen, uh, 12 and 1 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewingness of your mind, that ye may prove 
what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Second Corinthians six fourteen and eighteen Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what concordian has Christ with Balaam? Of what part has he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement has the temper of God with idols? For you, for ye are the temper of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my peoples. Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separated, says the Lord. And touch not the unclean things, and I will receive you. And will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Second Corinthians chapter 7 and 1. Having therefore these promises, dear beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. 1 Peter 1, 15 through 16, But as he which has called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. 1 John 2, 15, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man loveth the world, the love of the Father is not in him. We are going to bring you food for all tonight. And we're starting with Romans, amen. He says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice. Paul was talking to the brothers, amen, at Rome, and he was saying, Brethren, I beg of you, I plead with you, by the mercy of God, all is given to the believers, not because of the mirrors of the believers' part, but strictly because of the mercy of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. The word sacrifice speak of this sacrificial uh, sacrifice of Christ and meant that we cannot do this which the Holy Spirit demands unless our faith is placed strictly in Christ and the cross, which they gave the Holy Spirit latitude to carry out this great work within our life. Holy, that which the Holy Spirit 
alone can do. Acceptable unto God. Actually mean that a holy physically body, the temple is all that he will accept. Which is of a reasonable service. Reasonable if we look to Christ and the cross. Otherwise, it is impossible. So the Lord is letting us know tonight, and be not conformed to this world or the ways of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewingness of your mind. We must start thinking spiritually, which refers to the fact that everything is punished to us through the cross and to obtain by faith and not by work. That you may prove what is that good. It's put to the test. And find that the thing tested, it meant the special vocation that's laid down and the acceptable and perfect will of God. Present that which the Holy Spirit is attempting to bring about within our lives and can only be obtained by even making the cross the object of our faith. Present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord, which is our reasonable service. Remember the word of God said, I can do, Paul says that amen, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. We have not amen made it yet. But we, we own our way and we, we still we still, amen, is traveling on this journey in a corruptible world that we're living in. But I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. So Paul is letting the brothers, amen, and sisters, amen, to know in Rome, amen, present your body. Your body is very important. Your body is important in the eyesight of the Lord. Present your bodies a living sacrifice. Now, I'm not talking to the worldly people because the worldly people are going to do as they will. But I'm talking about to the believer that is in Christ Jesus. I'm talking about those that have really found out that there is a difference between clean and unclean. There is a difference between holy and unholy. I'm not talking, amen, about those that merely is confessing to be Christian, but I'm talking about those that is really living this life. Present your body, your body, your body. Don't point out so much, amen, what other people have done, but According to the word of God, you present your body a living sacrifice. Let it be living. Your body is not dead, amen, but your body is alive through Jesus Christ. A living sacrifice. The Lord can use it any time he will because it is alive in Christ Jesus, your body. 
which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world. Don't be like this world, amen, or don't let this world, amen, conform you. But be ye transformed, amen, amen, turn around. Be ye transformed from the old way, amen, that you once lived, praise the Lord, and amen, live the way of righteousness, live the way of holiness, live the way, amen, that Jesus said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And the mind was in Christ Jesus, well, amen, I come to please him who has sent me. Nothing else didn't so much matter in Jesus' mind. Jesus come to be an obedient child. He comes to please the Father that sent him. And Jesus says, amen, uh, the Father sent me, so also I send you. The Lord has sent all believers, amen, to do a work. A work, amen, that will be pleasing unto him. And I pray tonight, amen, in the latter days, amen, believers, Continue to put your trust in the Lord and remember the place that we live in in now, which is earth, is only a temporary place. This is not our final destiny. We, amen, got, amen, uh, uh, we traveling as a pilgrim, amen, traveling through a barren land, but we are on our way to our destination. But as traveling and on our way to our destination, we must be pleasing Jesus. We must please Jesus. Regardless, amen, uh, whether it's your neighbor or not, and they confess in Jesus Christ, amen, you as a believer, you must please Jesus. A certain amen, a chemistry element, just do not mix Although oil and water are in the same container, they have not coalesced a blend. They retain their individual identity even when brought into content. Oil and water, amen, may be in the same container, but they don't mix together. Now, I said that to say amen. Likewise, God in sin will not mix a blend under any circumstance. God and sin will not blend together under no circumstance. The nature of God is holy. Now, that is speaking to every believer tonight. Amen. Uh, let's, I'm leaving out denomination. I'm speaking to every believer, every born-again believer. The nature of God is holy. And sin is inheriting evil. Sin is just evil. Amen. God and sin cannot mix together. They can't stay in the same temple. Now, I want you just to put on your thinking cap tonight. 
If you, amen, say that you are living for Jesus, sin cannot continue to range in your mouth or body that you should obey it in the lust thereof. Therefore, it is necessary for a believer to separate himself from the world and its love. It's time, church, now, amen. It's been time, but a believer must separate himself of themselves, amen, from the world and its love. A believer, I am a believer. I am obeying Jesus Christ. And we must separate ourselves from the world and its lust. The world, amen, have its standards that it goes by, and Jesus have its standards that we go by. As Christians, we should not, as Christians, we should be aware that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit of God. Our bodies, amen, this old body, amen, that you're walking in, it is a temple. It is a dwelling place of Jesus Christ. If you are born again and the Spirit of the Lord has come into you, your body has now become the indwelling place of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, amen, is a clean spirit. It is a righteous spirit. It demands righteousness. It demands holiness. It don't stoop no lower than holiness. Present your body a living sacrifice. Holy and let it be acceptable unto God. Let your spirit be acceptable unto God. If God is to remain or reside in our soul, it is necessary for us to live a, a godly, even in the midst of a per, perverse society. Amen. We got to live a godly life in the sight of the Lord. Not only in the sight of the Lord, but in the sight of your brothers and sisters, amen, that you are fellowshipping with every day of your life. You got to live a godly life. Although sin and ungodliness are as old as the history of mankind. The scripture admonish us to come out of the world and separate from it simple lifestyle. The scripture, amen, is pleading with us every day as being believers, amen, come out of the world. That's what, amen, the new birth is all about, amen, is to bring you a different nature. You are a new creature in Christ Jesus. The old things, the old lies, and the old hypocritical ways, amen, that you used to do before you were born again, you don't do those things anymore. 
the original of sin or pride. Uh, amen. A lot of that's the reason. Amen. A lot of people is not going to get into heaven. Amen. They got too much of a proud spirit. They won't humble themselves. They think they be looking bad. Amen. If they humble themselves. Amen. But listen, uh, that that original spirit was pride. God don't like a proud looker. Present your body, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. The next one, amen, after pride, it was rebellious. If you've got a rebellious spirit, and a believer does not have any business having a rebellious spirit. Can't nobody tell him or her, amen, anything because, amen, they know everything, and they're going to rebel against ever what you tell them. Now, if you find somebody like that and they confess in Jesus Christ, something is wrong with that spirit. And a believer, if they got a disobedient spirit, they can't agree with nobody else but themselves, something is wrong with that spirit. When you are born again, it means that you have been changed. Which causes man, amen, that disobedient amen, which caused mankind to fall in Edom in the beginning by disobeying the commandments of God, amen. Uh, Eve and Adam, amen, they disobeyed the commandments of the Lord and they fell. They fell, they fell. From that glorious light, from that everlasting light, they fell. God had to take that from them because they disobeyed the Holy One. However, God has restored fellowship between him and mankind through the redemption. The individual should forsake the whole life of sin in order to fully appreciate and maintain that holy fellowship. Thank God, amen, he restored fellowship with Adam and Eve on the day of Pentecost. They were able and to come back into the garden. It's good to have fellowship with the Lord. Present your body, therefore, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. When Moses, when he led the people of Israel out of Egypt, God gave them his law and ordinance, which he required them to obey if they were to please him. God requires us, amen, and not, uh, not uh, amen, we are not under the law, but we are under grace and Jesus Christ requires every believer, amen, that we must obey his law. Thou art inexcusable, O man. We don't have no excuse that we should not obey, amen, the law of the Lord. The dispensation, amen, of the law exists then for many 
centuries until the cross, which opened the way of redemption through the grace of God. While the nation around Israel worshipped many idols, the people of God was called to worship only the one and true God as a separated, a unique people. They may, they were they were they were identified by worshiping the only true God. All the other nations, Amen. That was around them, amen. They worshiped idols there. There were multitudes of God, but to Israel, there was not but one God. And to you and I, in this dispensation of time we're living in now, there is only but one true God that we should worship. And he hung there on Calvary for your sins and for mine. His name was Jesus. Their neighboring or their neighbor nations were given to live in debaucherous and lascivious behavior. They were just doing some of everything that they wanted to do because they didn't recognize the only and one true God. They had all these ditches, amen, that they bowed down and worshiped. But it wasn't only in one true God. Deuteronomy chapter 6 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. He's one. He's one. We don't have no multiple gods. We only have one God. But they were to live a separated life under God. Amen. Back there, even in the Old Testament, amen, when they did not have the Holy Spirit, amen, when it was not dwelling within them, amen, they was told to live a separated life unto the Lord, a holy life unto the Lord. The Lord is not going to stoop no lower than holiness. He's not going to stoop any lower. No matter what my philosophy may be, and, and what I may think, amen, in my mind, he is not going to come no more than holy. But they were to live a separated life unto the Lord. Though Israel, through Israel, God was establishing a pattern for his peoples to be a holy, separated nation. God used it, Israel. He was establishing a pattern, amen, for his people. Is a real, amen, a separate, uh, amen, a, 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 a separated nation, a holy nation. Those were God people. Come out of the world. That cry is, amen, is, is overseering us today. That cry is louder than ever, amen, today. Come out of the world and be ye separated. Come on out of the world, saints of God, and be separated from sin. Uh, the Corinthian society back there, amen, in the time of Paul, in his time, the Corinthian was associated with every kind of vile behavior imaginable. Near the informal temple, 
or Astrodon. 1,000 religion prostitutes carried on their activities surrounded by bars, broth, and gambling and assuming prostitution, both male and female, was rampaging in that wealth merchant and navy town. Whirling minded people from all over the Mediterranean era came there to endure their lust because of its lack of standards and morality. Sporting events were also a major part of that of their life. <clears throat> Every two years. That was the time they would come together and they would gamble, were held in honor of the pagan god Protestant, god of the sea. They worship a man. Their imagination stretches so far. Amen. They worship the god of the sea. They gamble. They prostitute him. He of all kind of ways but righteous. And what's so bad about that? There were many of those thought it wasn't no harm in doing what they were doing. That's why the Bible tells us, amen, there is a way that seems righteous unto man, but the end thereof is death. Present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Thank God for his mercy. Romans 5 and 20 say, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. If it wasn't for the grace of God, where sin, amen, had just rampaged, amen, took over the world, the grace of God overcome sin. It was a price to be paid. It was a price to be paid for you and I uh, to live the life that we are living Today, amen, it was a price to be paid. It took somebody's life, but there was nobody like like the life of Jesus. He came into this world and gave his life. He was a man without sin, no God found in his mouth. He came down all the way out of glory just to die for you and I, that we may have a right to the tree of life. When all of this was going on, in the name of some God, our God, our real God showed up. But where sin abound, grace did much more abound. The light of the gospel, it often shines the brightest, when the night is the darkest, the disillusionment and despair of sin, it levels people's hunger for delivering from bondage. Now, amen, there are many people out there tonight. It seems like they're having a good time. It seems like, amen, they are enjoying what they are doing, but 
Their life is in bondage, and they want to come out. They want to break through. And believe me, they get tired of the same old rap page, they're tired, tired of the same old society, amen, that they are in. But the devil got a hold of them and don't want them to break through. That goes for our young people, our middle-aged people, and amen, our old people. After establishing, amen, our church in Corinth, Paul wrote two epistles to the believers that included instruction and principles that are part of the inspired word of God. It appeared that the Corinthians had difficulty with carnality, separating from their own lifestyle, adultery, and gluttony. The Corinthians had, amen, they had difficulty with carnality. A carnal carn man cannot please the Lord. If you've got a carnal mind tonight, you just can't please the Lord. You are not seeing the picture as it's supposed to be seen clearly tonight because your mind is calm. We have a lot of Christians today in our society right now. Amen. Got all kinds of degrees among them, but they still are carnal. And some are still living in adultery and some is still gluttony. The sound teaching of Paul to the Corinthian church, it provides us with an exhaustion and a guideline for godly living today. However, the Corinthian society could be synonymous with modern time because the same sin are rampaging in our world. Sin haven't changed. Same sin back there, amen, in Paul's day and in Moses' day is still allowed today. But you present your body a living sacrifice. Calling someone a sinner has almost become an art in North American culture. But it still describes the scripture plague of mankind. The Corinthian was a city filled with sinners who needed God. And Paul preached Jesus Christ to them in North America. Amen. It's full of sinners. And regardless of their sin, we need some men and we need some women in the preach Jesus Christ to a simple world. Everybody is not going to be saved, but you can help somebody. The parallel between Corinthians and our world today are numerous. At Corinthians, we're given to pledge seekers. So in our world today, 
all over North America, casinos are being built to hold the thoughts of people seeking to change and thrilling to gamble. Look how the devil is is playing with the mind of God's people today. The, uh, amen. The devil is building, amen, saying today is the tip mankind, the Bible said when you pray, to lead us not into temptation. But all of these things that set up, amen, is to tempt mankind. But you can't tempt God with evil. If you are tempted, or you say, I just couldn't help it. You were tempted by your own lust. It wasn't, it wasn't by the Spirit of the Lord. You did it because your lust, your desire, your thoughts was wicked, and you went on and did it anyway. You can't tempt God with lust. You can't tempt God and say, God, you called me to go and gamble. God didn't call you to go and gamble. You did it, amen, because... That was your lustful spirit. Casinos, amen. The coming epidemic all over the North America now, praise the Lord. That is a quick way, amen, for many to go and make, amen, some money. Now, ain't nothing wrong with money. But the Bible wants every believer to put their trust in Jesus Christ. The earth is the Lord, and the fullness thereof. The earth belongs to the Lord. Amen. And everything that is in the earth belongs to the Lord. You don't have to go and gamble your life away. You don't have to go, amen, and gamble your family life away trying to make a living. Jesus Christ will provide for you. He said, I will supply your every need with my riches and glory. They building to hold the, the throngs of people seeking to change the thrill of gambling. Also, excellence was given to sport. Amen. The sport appetizing world that went out of control today. Sport. You don't know, amen, how many people's lives is in jeopardy because of sport. You don't know how many people lie. They're sold out because of sport. Come out from among them and be ye separated, says the Lord. I'm talking about Christian characters, Christian-minded folks. Amen. Can get up on a Sunday morning and and put on their nice suits and, and amen, take their family, amen, the church to hear the word of God, but they got gambling in their spirit. Something is wrong with that picture. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Don't you be conformed to this world. Don't you let this world rule you as saints of God. Don't let this world rule you. North America and many other nations of the world, there exists in our world a mad headlong plunge to indulge in sports events from the time of children in preschool throughout the rest of their lives. They already get drunk with gambling. 
too many people. The world of sports dominates their lives and is an addict. Then it comes to be addicted. Then it comes to be addicted. I just can't help it. I can't help it. I got to, amen, go and participate a little in this. They got to, I can't help it. But look back at your children. Look back at your home sometime on the next day, amen. You can't help it, amen. You couldn't help it, but you lost everything that you had. Come out from among them. North America. Once God set this country, amen, to be an example to all other countries, amen. But amen, they can't hardly look upon America anymore and say how great America really is because America has failed from her morals and immoralities. Sadly, I'm a society. They excuse adultery in extramarital affair as norm. Amen. It, it, it used to be, amen, if you committed adultery and have an extramarital marriage affair, amen, you were looked upon, amen, as you knew you had broke the laws of God and you were done wrong. The society would look down upon you. But amen, now is as numb. You haven't did anything. You haven't really did anything according to society. And that's gone from the White House on down to ever what the church house. Christian people that is confessing that they know Jesus Christ is committing these very acts. And it not got so plentiful and so comfortable, amen, until it's just a normal thing to do today. Ah, well, I'm just a human being like everybody else. Well, you just disobeyed the law of God like the majority of people that die. You just called on God to frown upon your life. Because, amen, you was not a strong man, a strong woman. You were weak. Homosexuals is in the streets and throughout the meter. Amen. Homosexuals is parading now in the streets, amen, and throughout the meter. Praise the Lord. It's a norm thing today. Nothing wrong, amen, they say, with being homosexual. But the word of God tell me it's a sin. Come out from among them and be separated. Come on, church, let's wake up. It used to be hidden in the closet, amen. But now it is in the open, amen. And it, it, it has affected our little children, amen, that is growing up. Our teenage boys, our teenage girls now, amen, is being infected by homosexuality. To see it all on the billboard, to go, amen, to move, and to see all this filthy love, and they flush, amen, get the best of them, and they want to try, and they want to practice it. Come out from among them. And be ye separated, says the Lord, and present your bodies a living sacrifice, 
holy and acceptable to God, which is our reasonable service. The wise pursue a fleshly pleasure. People, amen. People are looking for fleshly pleasure, fleshly pleasure. And ever what it takes, ever what it takes, amen, is to make this thing happen. They don't mind paying the price. Well, no, 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 this night is supposed to be in a, a believer's mind. It's not supposed to be in a, a believer's ideal, amen, uh, pleasing the price. The dominating music, clothes, and fashion, and whirling entertainment, certainly, amen, of a culture, it's a cultural wall. Amen. We got a war going on. Amen. We got a war right in the midst of us, right here in North America. We got a war going on. And it, 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 it only going to take prayer and fasting. Amen. And thanks to God that, amen, don't mind living this life. Crucifying they flush. In honoring Jesus Christ, this is the only thing going to break this society. And amen, I, I, I'm, as we look into the word of God, we can see, amen, that's not happening no way soon because they say the time will come when man will not endure sound doctrine. They don't, they don't want to hear this. And if they didn't obey the green tree, they certainly is not going to obey the dry tree. Jesus Christ was the green tree, and they didn't hear him. Amen. We are the dry tree. So, amen. They're not going to hear us. But you got to maintain your status and your standards and your integrity in there. You got to stand up anyway. You got to tell them anyway, whether they want to hear it or not. Paul says, Amen. Preach the word. Preach it in season and out of season. Rebuke, exalt with all long suffering and doctrine. Stand for Jesus. Paul was distributing that the Corinthian believers could not discern between carnality and spirituality. Amen. And that is happening right here in our day and time. Amen. Uh, there is no discernment in the house of God. There is not no discernment, amen, among God people. Any and everything can say, I'm this and I'm that, amen. And people don't have no spiritual discernment. They accept anything and everything in their churches. And that spirit gets loose in the church and tear up and destroy what God has planted. Because there is no spiritual discernment. Pray for spiritual discernment to be in your church. Don't let Satan, amen, come in sheep clothing, but in when he, uh, he's a raven, we'll pray that God will. Give somebody the spirit of discernment that you can thrust this spirit out before it began to destroy and eat up those little babes that's in the church. It seems, amen, that they had been so conditioned by their surrounding that sin no longer shook them. They, amen. Amen. They had been uh, surrounded by their condition. Amen. People done wrong and, and, and saints living. Amen. All kind of way. Amen. It didn't shake their mind anymore. They done got comfortable with it and said, well, old brother, sister, amen. They just done went off the deep end. They done sin. God hates sin. God hates sin. 
And you and I that is born of the Spirit of the Lord, we should hate sin. That we don't tolerate sin, amen, to be among us, and we are to be comfortable with it, amen. God hates sin. And people get angry with you because you living a righteous life before the Lord, and they are not living that righteous life, but they are confessing Jesus too, and they get angry with you because you tell them, amen, what they are done is not of the Lord. Come on, church. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. They were condoning outright sin and living as it if it was perfectly acceptable and right. People is condoning outright sin in the house of God. That's where the judgment is going to start at the house of God. Amen. It's going to start at the house of God. People are condoning sin. But if you are a believer, come out from among them and be ye separated, says the Lord. He said, I'll be your God and you shall be my people." However, sin is still wrong. I don't care, amen, whether, amen, you tolerate it or not, sin is sin. Sin is wrong. God condemned it, amen, Adam and Eve because of sin. The wedding of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Listen, my beloved. This is Dr. Moore. I love you tonight. Come out from among them and be ye separated. If the Lord delay is coming, amen, we're going to pick this subject back up. We're just beginning in this, amen. Jesus wants you to present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto him, into the hands of my conductor. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Into the hands of my conductor. Praise the Lord, amen. She stepped out a minute. Praise the Lord. But anyway, amen, the Lord love you. Praise the Lord. And I want you to praise the Lord. Keep your mind on Jesus because we don't know the hour and we don't know the minute when the Son of Man shall come. But Jesus is on his way back. And he's coming at a church without a spot, blemish, or a wrinkle, or any such thing. He's coming back at a church that's going to walk with him, that's going to pay the price down on this earth. My God, my God, don't you want to be ready to go back with him? No sin is going to enter into heaven. No sin is going to enter into heaven. God bless you. This is Dr. Moore, praise the Lord, along with the staff here in Alpha Valley saying, we love you and thank you. Continue to pray for us until next week.